Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Tuesday, September the 8th. So it's been a chaotic return to school for more than 100 pupils in Sittingbourne who are already having to self-isolate following confirmed cases of coronavirus. Or well, to chat through what's been going on in the town, I'm joined by our reporter, Ollie Kemp. So, Ollie, how many schools are involved? Well, Nicola, we heard yesterday that South Avenue Primary and St Peter's Catholic Primary had to tell pupils to self-isolate after a number tested positive for the virus. At South Avenue, there was a child in the year one bubble and one in the year five bubble that tested positive, while at St Peter's, it was a pupil from year six. If that wasn't enough, today a further three Sittingbourne schools have landed in the same situation. Westlands Primary, Highstead Grammar and Bapchild and Tong Church of England Primary. Um, What are pupils having to do? Well, letters were sent home to parents with children at South Avenue after they alerted Public Health England, and all 120 pupils across both the year groups were told to remain at home for 14 days. And with St Peter's, the children in the Year 6 bubble have also been told to stay home for the next two weeks. As of right now, it's not clear how many children have been asked to self-isolate at Highstead Grammar or Westlands Primary, but we do know a child in Year 1 tested positive at Bapchild and Tong, so now those children in that year group bubble will have to isolate too. And of course, schools have only just reopened. Any chance this could be a sign of things to come? It's certainly a worrying trend that we've seen so many schools affected in such a short space of time, especially as the coronavirus infection figures have spiked in the past three days. The Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, has himself described the increase as concerning, but also insists schools and workplaces are safe to return to. In theory, if one child tests positive, then only that bubble has to isolate. But there's no telling how many times that could feasibly happen throughout the course of this term. And with exams like the Kent Test on the cards for some pupils, GCSE prep, A-level prep, there's no telling how much this yo-yoing between self-isolation and school could continue to disrupt their learning. Kent Online News. Kent police have been given seven days to pass on evidence to a fingerprint expert after a man was shot dead by officers in Goudhurst. 36-year-old William Smith was on the run when he was fatally wounded in May 2016, but it's still not been determined whether he was holding a gun when he was killed. He'd been linked to the death of a pensioner from Biddenden during a violent burglary two months earlier. Fewer people used the Channel Tunnel last month as new quarantine rules were imposed on France. Almost 270,000 passenger vehicles travelled between Folkestone and France in August. That's a drop of nearly a third on the same month in 2019. Demand across the first eight months of the year was down 42% because of the pandemic. The government still hasn't worked out the potential environmental impact of a huge lorry park in Ashford, even though construction started almost two months ago. £45 million is being spent on a new holding area for up to 2,000 HGVs off junction 10A of the M20. It's to help with any cross-channel disruption caused by Brexit. Now it's National Air Ambulance Week and a Kent mum has been telling Kent Online how helicopter crews helped save her son's life. Isaac suffered a head injury in a car crash in 2018 when he was just two years old. He survived after being flown to a London hospital for urgent medical treatment. His mum, Olivia Brockman, says without the air ambulance, he might not be here today. It was just terrible. I was 24 weeks pregnant at the time as well, so had the extra worry of an unborn child as well. 
and it was just shocking really it was just unbelievable it was just in shock really we didn't hear the air ambulance land because we was just so zoned out and focused i honestly dread to think what happened it was i really believe he wouldn't be here if they weren't so quick to attend to him and they intubated him at the site of the crash so that wouldn't have happened without them they were just trying to do anything to keep us comfortable as well and keep us involved while doing their best to help Isaac always we quite often see them fly over we live near a hospital and Isaac doesn't remember the crash but he knows how they helped him and what they do and we always wave and say thank you as they go past there's so many milestones he's had that we're thinking how grateful we are that he's able to do we've had a preschool nativity that year of the crash and it was just so emotional and then obviously starting school it's just even bigger than what it normally is for a lot of people for us. Isaac had his first day at primary school last week and his parents are urging people to donate to the charity, which needs £14 million a year to keep running. Lynn Harris is from the organisation. It's been a really challenging time for us as an organisation. Not only have there been the additional challenges for our crew um, with the PPE and that type of thing, it's also been an incredibly challenging time for fundraising because we just haven't been able to do the things that we'd normally do. Um, it does cost £14 million to run our service and 89% of that does come through donations and fundraising and that keeps our um, helicopters flying across um, Kent, Surrey and Sussex every day, um, saving lives by rapidly bringing highly advanced care to the scene of an incident um, it really is um, a vital service that we provide um, it's not that we just go down and take somebody to the nearest hospital we fly with a specialist doctor on board and our, our crews can perform some really really um, amazing things at the scene of an incident that actually does save lives we launched the emergency appeal in april we've already raised over 1.5 million which has enabled us to remain fully operational at all times throughout the pandemic we do need to raise another 1.4 million to ensure we're there to save lives 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there's lots of things we've got planned. At the moment, um, we've, we're just in Air Ambulance Week at the moment, which um, is a really special week for all the 21 Air Ambulance charities across the country. Um, we've launched our 30 for 30 challenge because there's 30 days in September. It's also our 30th anniversary and we've saved 30,000 lives. Um, what we'd like people to do is get behind us and do something for 30 days. It doesn't matter that you haven't started at the beginning of the month, just do it for 30 days. Whether you decide to um, go for a for a three mile jog every day for 30 days or whether you decide to cycle 30 miles a day for 30 days, something to get behind us and encourage your friends and your colleagues and your relatives to sponsor you and get behind you. The people of um, Kent, Surrey and Sussex have really got behind us and they obviously realise that we're an absolutely vital service and people have been incredibly generous and incredibly kind and we're so grateful to all of them. At the beginning of this we were forecasting a deficit of around 2.9 million and we've already raised over 1.5 million and that's thanks to everybody who's got behind us in so many different ways to support the appeal. A rogue landlord's been prosecuted for breaking fire safety rules at a hostel in Swanley. Residents were left living in a dangerous and illegal property on Sycamore Drive. A Bromley man's been given a suspended prison sentence and ordered to do 300 hours of unpaid work. There's been a rise in demand for Kentish wine in Japan. The country's become a key customer with 6% of English wine exports going there. Vineyards like Hushheath in Staplehurst and the Gosborne Estate in Appledore are among those to benefit.
Now, parents in Kent whose children were off school for almost six months are being told not to panic about getting their reading back on track. It's feared some pupils may have fallen behind their expected reading age after so long out of the classroom during lockdown. But a leading charity says as routines start to get back to normal, it's about making picking up a book fun. Jill Worrell is from the Coram Beanstalk, which sends volunteers into schools across the county. Notoriously, over the six weeks, summer holidays, something called the summer slide happens where children's reading progress slips backwards. So for children who have been out of school for coming up to six months, then it could be really significant. Um, some children will obviously have been lucky enough to have been who have lots of books in the home and will have been exposed to, to books and reading over the summer of the, the you know the period of lockdown. Some children will not have had a great deal of, of anything going on. So it's particularly concerning for those children who are transitioning up into year seven, leaving primary school. Um, where you're kind of expected to be able to read by the time you've left primary school and there isn't a great deal of provision for catching you up once you're in secondary school. So that will be one significant point will be that transition between year six and year seven. There will be a lot of children that, that will struggle. I'm hoping very much so that now the children have gone back to school in primary schools that book reading will be a massive focus in the daily lives in the classroom now that we're, it almost seems like we're getting back to a bit more of, of routine with children back at school and maybe our work routines getting slightly more back to normal, maybe more of us heading back to the office. What sort of things would you suggest that parents could start to introduce to help their children catch up and maybe get that sense of normality back a bit? I think absolutely the biggest thing is to take the pressure off. Um, Parents might be panicking that children's reading has, has slipped backwards or that they are um, not making progress like they were previously. But by adding that pressure onto the children, it just makes children shut down. So what we say is that to make reading not feel like reading, when a child hears the word reading, a child of primary age, they instantly think decoding, phonics, having to work out what the words on the page mean. They don't think of, oh, enjoying a lovely story or a lovely book of facts, finding out something new. They think, oh, no, this is going to be really hard work for me. Therefore, I don't want to do it. There's an absolute huge, huge, huge benefit of reading aloud to your children, even when they're old enough to read for themselves, because the experience that they get from reading for themselves is very different to the one that they get when you're reading aloud to them. So as adults, when we are reading to a child, they can just absorb what's going on in the story or the facts or whatever it is that we're reading without having to focus on the decoding to working out what each word means. They just have the pleasure, the fun, the enjoyment. And the more positive experiences that children have with books and reading, the more they see the value in doing it and therefore the more resilient they become in their own reading efforts. A house in Canterbury with its very own airfield has gone on the market. Maypole Airfield, which has a 700-metre-long grass landing strip, is the nearest to France and popular with owners of light aircraft. The airfield itself is up for £1.3 million, while the bungalow on the site is also for sale for 675000 You can see pictures at Kent Online. Meantime, a section of the White Cliffs of Dover has gone on the market 
Market. The 17-acre plot off Old Dover Road at Cape Laferne will be up for grabs at an online auction later this month with a guide price of around £50,000. And finally today, you should soon be able to take part in a park run event in Kent again. Organisers say they're hoping to bring the 5k races back across the UK by the end of October. There are 22 in the county. All were put on hold in March because of the pandemic. That's it for today, but you can also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.